0: creating a highly converting landing page is just as important as the creative and the ad. So in this episode, our head of paid media, Tony Cowell, will be discussing what makes a highly converting landing page. Plus, time management, something I get asked about all the time, something I still deal with. We talk about that and a whole lot more in this episode of Inbound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing, brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast. This is episode 110 and you're joined by Moby. Oh, it's 111. All right. Okay. Tony's like, it's 100. (laughs) Yeah, you can jump in, man. It's Uh, 111. I'm losing count now. And you're joined by myself, Moby Sadiq, and of course, my co-host, Tony Cow. So Tony, man, like you made your debut last week. Have have you shown your mom yet? Have you shown the family? (laughs) Like, they must be so proud of you.
1: Uh, it's funny because uh, my wife told me that I was an international superstar to her family in Turkey. So that's pretty <laughs> funny. That's right. <been> funny.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, 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 She told like you're doing TikToks yeah. or whatever. That's interesting. That's really <laughs> fun. All right, also, but let's get straight into it. Um, so uh, let's start uh, with a little bit of news, Tony. What do we got? What are we talking about today on the news play? Okay.
1: This week on the news buzz, Moby, um, a few interesting things that we went through. So there was an article that came out by the Search Engine Journal about will short videos overtake web stories in Google search so that's interesting um, you know we're talking about if some of you guys don't know AMP they are now web stories Moby knows more about that um, you know how when it changed and stuff but
0: what do you reckon Moby the web stories? So this is interesting, right? So anyone who knows what AMP is, and if you don't, that's okay. They ended up calling it web stories anyway. But when you're on mobile, everyone's experienced this. When you're on mobile, you'll see these little electric, like, bolts. And what that is, is it's a page designed for mobile, right? So you can open it up really, really, really fast. That's been around for years and years and years. And what has been happening since 2020 is we had, like, videos appearing. Now, what I found really interesting, because I thought, Google will never do this cause they obviously Google and YouTube and they're anti everyone else is uh, like TikToks last year started appearing. And of course their own real videos. And like, you know, there's even talks of Instagram stuff. So what's essentially happening is more and more short videos appearing in the Google search engine result pages for mobile, which is great. Cause we've been saying for years, snackable marketing snackable marketing, you know, vertical videos and that type of stuff. So I think it's really interesting. I think the fact that, um, that's where everything is going anyway gives more cadence to the idea that if you're going to create a video, make sure you're creating, you know, uh, portrait portrait video as well. And you have it for your, like you said last week, right? Right. And you you, you spoke a lot about reels, which people should go back and, and have a look at episode 110, but you you you're talking about getting stuff on reels. You know, we spoke about getting stuff on TikTok. so that, that, you know, format now has a lot more applicability than it used to.
1: It's funny Mo because like we've been talking a lot about video ads and, you know, you, you know about this TikTok, man, they've changed the industry, right? They're just the, the, sh- the
0: short videos. It's just affected the whole industry. It's just everywhere. It's, it's absolutely crazy. everywhere. And I, and I think that's just the nature of where everything's going. Um, but yeah, cool. So what do you got next? What else you got for me, today? Well, yeah, TikTok again. So I um, just found a new article about you know,
1: TikTok releasing a guide on working with the creators on the marketplace. And the thing is, you know, we know Moby is a TikTok influencer. He's a superstar. So, Moby,
0: what's the insight on I, that? I hate when Tony does this. He's known as the hype man at Red Pandas. So, like, I always have to, like, if I listen to everything Tony says, my ego is going to explode. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I just shake my head. No, but um, anyway, so I guess what, and by the way, I can talk about last week now. I couldn't last week, but I can now. Uh, LinkedIn is releasing this new campaign called the teammates, right? And what they're doing is they had this campaign just gone live now. So, if you follow LinkedIn Australia, you'll see this. They got a bunch of TikTok influencers and, and myself and yourself so the <laughs> and Moby and um they're actually promoting LinkedIn on TikTok right so that it's an awesome campaign you can check it out and you can see me look like a goofball there but um anyway what they've released now is they've released a guide and this is so relevant because I was in that world last week they've released a guide on how to work with collaborators and the stats are, f- are freaking really really interesting mm, right let me just note that down for you
1: Moby so of people said creators motivated them to buy. Also, ads with creator partnership achieve a 91% view-through rate and an 83% high engagement rate. So, Moby, what does that
0: mean for us? So, I mean, if I said to you, obviously, you're a paid media guy. If I said to you, look, I can get 91% more people to watch six seconds of the ad because that's what you're saying, like 91% higher view-through, like... Hey, uh, what's that worth to you? You know that's probably worth the cost of a creator. So yeah. right now, like on TikTok, um, you know TikTok yeah, they're starting to command higher prices, but it's nowhere near like this market still doesn't know their own value yet. It's nowhere near what you have to pay for Instagram influencers. So if you feel like you missed Facebook ads when it was at five cents, six cents, seven cents, thirteen cents, like when you and I got into it, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Showing <laughs> showing our age here a little yeah. bit. Then you can still do this with TikTok right? So using these collaborator, uh, collaborators, um, you know, leveraging their kind of clout. This is the thing too. Not everyone knows the, the influencers, but they're good at what they do. They've mastered UGC content. So like we are always like pounding like in the door to get our clients to get UGC content. And sometimes it's not easy. I understand that. And sometimes people just don't want to ask. So, you know, you've got to figure out what your motivation or barrier there is. But using these guys is a good proxy for that. So, um, absolutely. So, uh, in the show notes, in so uh, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP111 hundred and will link to the guide. That guide's really good. It's got a lot of case studies, a uh, lot of examples. Obviously, it's very biased from TikTok side, but I think there's a lot of good merit there.
1: And it's going to get more competitive, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what else we got? So, our next news buzz is uh, LinkedIn updates feed algorithm to downrank engagement baiting posts and
0: polls moby knows about this more than anyone that no, i to stop doing this <laughs> <laughs> so okay cool this is interesting right so last week if you want to learn about linkedin how to be a content creator you know some of our tips on you know i post every single day on linkedin so if you you know go back to that episode but this is interesting so i'm quoting this from the article they've said that this is from linkedin we've seen a number of posts that expressly expressly ask or encourage the community to engage with content via likes or reactions posted with the exclusive intent of boosting reach on the platform. So LinkedIn, like marketers, once again, like we ruin everything. Once again, we ruin everything, right? <laughs> so obviously there was like things that they don't like. So in the article, it talks about things like, you know, using emoji as votes. Hey, if you if you like A, then click on the heart emoji. If you like B, click on the clap emoji, whatever it is. So they don't like that. Uh, also polls, right? People are overdoing it on the polls side. So, essentially, what it is, they're just sort of saying is like, they're going to crank, they're going to crack down on that link baity, click baity type of stuff. So, my message there is really simple. Like, you know, we talk about this heartfelt content, sharing feelings, you know, showing relevancy and also educational content, you know. So, um, yes, that's all I've got to say about that. What else you got for us? And finally, for our news buzz. Um, finally, Facebook. <laughs> oh, are they still doing stuff?
1: Yeah. <laughs> are they still upgrading that thing? Well, you know, there's rumors going around that, you know, Facebook, you know, the direction they're going. But what's funny is that we found out lately, it's like there's this new alert bubble that's happening on their app and it poses on their story. bubble, yeah. So they're trying to compete with TikTok and, you know, all the other social medias. What does this say about Facebook, movie? <laughs> like,
0: what? I oh, know, like we're talking about LinkedIn, you know, like in the engagement is going up. We're talking about TikTok, that it's, you know, the most downloaded app. And then Facebook has notification bubbles. <laughs> like, well done, Facebook. Well done. cutting Great into developers. Technology. If this isn't an example of Facebook, like dying a slow death, then I don't know what is. Um, and the thing, we're talking about this internally here. For I found this really weird, like for the longest time, you know, not many people using Facebook, but Facebook ads and Instagram ads still doing really, really well. Mm, and I think it's just a lag effect because now we are seeing across the board and you know this better than myself, Tony, is that Facebook ad and um, Instagram ad efficacy is going down. So the bit like the conversion rates, the CPAs are going up. And I think that is just a function of, um, you know, people not using Facebook. Like, and it's funny, it's, the delays taken that long. They're not using Facebook but the ads are still working. Yeah. But now like even like those people are going onto uh you know things like TikTok. We'll throw up this um this thing that I'm looking at now this graph. We'll throw that up on the podcast, but it essentially I'm looking at a graph that's just showing TikTok's engagement, the average monthly hours spent is just going up. Facebook is still there. Like Facebook's still there, but Facebook is like nudging towards almost half of TikTok's engagement. So um so yeah, I mean that's where it's at you know what i mean and i I don't want to hear those oh it's just for dancing and shaking your ass Talk about that last week as well so go back to the episode but um but yeah that's the news uh for last week so okay on to our featured buzz right so tony talk to us about landing pages right so you have seen you probably absorb more landing pages than most people (laughs) in australia like the amount of landing pages that you have to go through um it's quite amazing so talk to us like what actually makes a landing page? What's a good landing page? What makes a landing page convert? You know, what are your tips on designing a great landing page?
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I do spend a lot of time on you know studying landing pages, looking at it at night, late nights, weekends, and like a lot of people do ask us, Moby, um, what's a perfect landing page? What's a great landing page? And they have to remember is there isn't a perfect landing page, right? Every landing page has a purpose, and it's all different. Every company is going to use a different landing page for its purpose, for its marketing object- objectives. There's an objective for each landing page, and we have to understand it. What one company is using is not what another company is going to use, right? And then there's different landing pages. You know, you, most of you know people I've heard throughout the industry in the digital marketing space: bridge, uh, you know, bridge page, squeeze page, you know, a lead magnet page, pre-sale, pre-sale yeah. sales page, product page. Man, the list goes on, but they all have one thing in common. They got an objective and they got common elements that help to you know perform in an advertising campaign. So the first thing I like to look at is with, with the elements are what's some of the most important elements, Moby. And for my experience, is on a landing page, it's a headline. The headline is one of the most important um, elements of a landing page because it's the first thing that captures the attention. If created correctly, right, it builds curiosity, It you know, shows a message, the USP, it builds so much. If you can get it right, it just makes a big difference. And as you're looking at in some of our uh, examples, you know. Just yeah, so
0: for anyone listening to the audio one, uh, Tony is uh, definitely check out. go to the show notes, forward slash EP111, you can see some of these examples because I think it'd be remiss of you not to. So cool. So you're going to share us. So you mentioned headlines. Um, So what are we looking at? Why do you Um, like this headline? The
1: first thing is the headline. So this is an advertorial that gets used a lot in the industry for high-performance marketing. Yeah, so it gets used for high-performance marketing. Um, You can see with this
0: headline, there's a bit of curiosity. So it builds stuff like toxic chemicals. So let's let's read it out, right? So can this innovative, stylish, anti-mosquito band really protect you without using any toxic chemicals so rather than like a product marketer engineer would be like best band for mosquitoes whatever yes but this like so yeah so you're saying it's eliciting a question and a response yep
1: and it's like toxic chemicals is, is that what we've been using lately moby well maybe this is a lot more healthy. healthier using a you know a ban and then there's a clear image so that that comes part of it and i'll talk about the image later but another example is Moby um, looking at like another landing page in an Reprogram your brain. This app helps you slim down without thinking about it. I mean, how easy is that without thinking about it? And I get to lose weight. So there's a benefit and there's, you know, a bit of curiosity. Reprogram your brain. It's just, it just works. So headlines are very important in the landing page. And that's one thing that we have to get right. Be- because honestly, it's the first thing that we look at. You know we read, so um, that's one element. A second element I like to look at is what's called as the lead. So copywriters know this. It's the lead. It's like the introduction. It's the. It's always the first uh, sentence, right. and it's the first thing they see after the headline. Yes, right. Okay, and that's what captures us to continue reading, and it's usually really important because if you don't get this right, they're not going to read. Looking at some of these um, examples, um, you know for let's say diet and use this landing page, four million battling weight gain. This news couldn't be more exciting. So, I mean, it's not the best one I've read before, but it's good because it gets you thinking. Another good one that I've seen from Aspen Den- shows is instead of them starting with a, uh, you know, just a headline and like an image, there's a testimonial. So Quite creative from my perspective.
0: Right, right. So it doesn't have to just be a line. The lead here is a testimonial, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's just engaging Terry's
1: story. Oh, what's Terry's story? You know, it's more relational. And just looking
0: at it. So we got the headline. We've got the, you know, sub arms. Um, so just on the, I don't want to lose this. So you mentioned the headline. Yeah. And then you mentioned the lead. This one's interesting that you're showing on screen right now. Uh, sorry, leave it there. Go go back to the lead, please. Yeah, so it's got, with his daughter's wedding fast approaching, Terry was ready to make a major life change for himself and his family. Da, da, da. So the examples that you shared, I know, I know you're going to talk about this a bit later, but like the emotive side, right? Like it's not being functional. It's actually emotive. His daughter's wedding is approaching and his teeth need to look nice, you know? Yeah, because you don't want to look like, you know that guy <laughs> yeah yeah that's right yeah. kramer after like that episode with like 100 cigarettes yeah you want to be 100%. yeah exactly
1: so another thing to look at is the usp um i think that's important on all landing pages because you know like and what is
0: that for the so unique what is selling
1: USP? proposition some people call it a unique mechanism but it's it's like what we're trying to promote you know on a landing page what's the marketing objective and i really like this one movie because like the usp is new patients without insurance gets a free exam and x-ray so it's not like it's anyone that's new right because they know that's like a top of funnel they, they, they're they thought about this it's a top of funnel it's cold audiences and anyone without insurance like because this is like an american company and health insurance is very expensive in in the u.s so if you get a free exam and an x-ray that's like a bonus so it's a usp for them it's pretty engaging and i saw the ad It had like thousands of likes and comments and shares and stuff. So yeah, you know, it's doing well, it's been running for a while. It's one of the- it's um simple. Mm, yeah. Simple and uh, interesting. And you yeah, know, there's other ones that you can like have a uh, look at, you know, we'll share on the uh, website and in the YouTube video, Moby that, you know, I'll go through that you can see like, um, sorry. So just, what are we looking at? We'll Sorry, at- give me a sec, just. Uh, Another USP that I like to look at on this landing page from Etoro is not many people know, but Etoro is like a trading service, right? But how they positioned this USP was Shiba, and Shiba was at one point so like popular, right? And yeah, intriguing. Yeah. And maybe you know you got you know so much about you know, uh crypto and stuff um with your podcast. So with this, right, instead of just pitching towards the mass um market with like a oh you know we're just a trading service, they just position as Shiba. You know, if you want Shiba, come come to eToro. And that's like their unique USP. I thought that was very interesting and like very effective and how they did it. And I had the picture of a dog and you know cartoons it was just different. It looked really good. The third point or fourth point, sorry, if, am I on the fourth point? <laughs> Um, Images and videos. It's so important to have images and videos because it works all together with a landing page, Moby. Like, it doesn't really matter where it's all at, you know, how you position it and the hero banner. You know, we've seen web designs at the bottom and stuff. It's just important to have it to work all together with a landing page. I mean, as we can see with this landing page, right, there's an old man, you know, they're targeting an older demographic, you know, age group. That's very important. It's relevant. But also, with this video, it's a testimonial, so they're using images and video very effectively on the mm-hmm. landing page, and you know I, you know we can tell that this would be an effective um landing page to do and you, you can see like other images and um you know like different yeah yeah stuff along sorry um second look looking at more. The mosquito one was interesting as well because you can see like how, because it's more like an advertorial, you can see like these images that's showing the function of the product and, you know, the you know, the benefits and the features. So that's interesting. That's illustrating how the product works and stuff. So, yeah, images and
0: videos work really well on the landing page and it's highly recommended. Mm, but the key thing is what? So you're talking about here, like the images are showing how the product works, like behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, we talk about this a lot and I know it's not one of your – uh featured elements today just because of time but social proof so like rather than having like a text you know use a video like ugc so social proof use a testimonial and if you can't do that then have an image at least yeah 100%. you know like because no one's going to read those testimonials if they're just in blankets of text 100 so um so yeah yeah that's right so it's like not just using it but you, how you use it show the product show people make it human humane um, and you know. can see with
1: like um, this solar landing page, they use a house, a beautiful house, you know, you know. So it's it's relevant. People it's are looking relevant. at it, and yeah, this is a good landing page to have to look at. It's kind of like um the next comes to my next point about call to action. It's very important to have a, a strong call to action, or you know, it's really um we're falling short of our, our marketing objective to get you know, leads, to get um conversions. Um, I like this landing page because it's very um customized with the call to action you know there's the quiz new south wales program offers solar for zero down check out how much and it goes calculate so it's relevant right we're looking at it you know it's clean there's a green button here it lights out orange when we're about to click on it so call to action is very important but also you know like going back to the uh, editorial it has to be clear and simple you know click here to get 50 percent off So, yeah, it has to really stand out.
0: Yeah, and it's not learn more. Like, that's the thing. It's not like learn more or more info. Like, literally the one you're showing now on screen, click here to get 50% off your Mosquito Pro. Yeah. So, we talk about this, right, an action, like redeem offer or save now or reserve or make it yours. Mm. So, yeah, I like that. So, obviously, make it enticing, but make it an action as well.
1: 100%. Because, you know, we want to stand out from the industry, um, you look at expert market. this is a quick landing page that you can see.
0: It's see a quiz, yeah, these work well.
1: yeah, you know we're, from our experience, we've seen they work really well. Um compare prices. It's not like you know anything, yeah, you know, it's just different. It stands out. um yeah you know, people are just miningly going through their phones and stuff, so you know what you want them to read or um, things that stand mm. out. And speaking of elements, they're they're one of the what I've mentioned earlier, Moby those four or five elements, they're very important, but there is so much more, Moby, that I can talk about and that's probably on a different episode. Um, What i like to emphasize is there's so much more elements that all works together on a landing page. Uh, You know, like your upload speed, you know, having more benefits, features and, you know, the list goes on. But if you want to know more, you know, check out the episode and our YouTube video, yeah, Moby, on EP111. EP
0: yeah, because you're doing a video too, so you're a good point. So I think literally after this, Tony's doing a video on the highly converting elements of landing page. So definitely check that out. We'll link that in the show notes as well, uh, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP111. So let me just ask you real quickly, right? So you've thrown a lot out at us. You mentioned headlines, images, sub-headlines, lead call to action, social proof. What three pieces of advice would you give to someone if they have a landing page? Like, oh, I don't know what to do. What's three quick pieces of advice you would give them to improve their landing pages today?
1: Yep. Uh, Number one, overall, is to keep it simple. Keep it simple. Let's not make it difficult. You know, we'll keep it simple. Um, A good headline that captures the audience's attention. You know, work on your headline. Because without a strong headline, you know, people are not going to look at it. And, you know, honestly... Maybe I would say the speed of a landing page because, you know, it can cost money. If you have a 10% drop-off, that could um, really affect it. But, sorry, like that's that's another section. But like the uh, lead, that's the third point I would totally recommend. Right.
0: So have a really strong headline, a motive yeah. headline. It's yeah. about them, not how good you are Yeah. at so solving a problem. Have a really, really strong lead and, yeah, strong imagery.
1: Yeah. So um, on what else? uh so give me a sec and that comes up with our uh, landing page and analysis so our next section is on the bu- our next buzz sorry is on time management and there's one thing i know that i've never met anyone so busy before he's like a superman is uh moby see like let, let me just give this a bit of context all right you don't, Mobi, you don't, you don't understand moby let, let me give this a bit of context moby runs a successful mm-hmm. business. He works with the employees. He always has time with us. He has a family. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you're a great father and husband. Well, and you do jujitsu. Little,
0: little that you you know. You do jujitsu. So, like how do, you, like, how do you manage all this, Moby? Like, so, this is the thing. Everyone's going to think that I told Tony to say this. And now I'm like, oh, nah, stop, I stop, stop, stop. <laughs> this is what he does. Like, this is Tony's... Like, I got my jokes. But this is what Tony does. He embarrasses people. But no, like, honestly... It's a really good question and the reason why I thought we'd talk about it today is last night I was on a a panel for Pillar Project. So shout out to Pillar Project. They do amazing stuff. What they actually do is they help university students in their final few years of uni with real work experience. And Elena, who's one of our digital marketing consultancy, she helps and volunteers on that side. So shout out to Elena and uh, Helena as well. It's very confusing with having both them on with one with a H on their name, it was confusing for me anyway, my simple brain. But shout out to them, they had a great event. Now, they asked a bunch of questions, but one thing that comes up time and time again, and I realize it's something that we all deal with is time management. So, you know, a young lady, she asked me um, you know, time management, like I'm working in uni, I'm getting a full-time job, how do I deal with that? So I'm gonna answer this in three parts and I'll I'll explain why. It's gonna sound verbose, but the, the key thing to time management is reinforcing your why and your compass. So the first thing that I like to talk about is like goals. And there's a lot of goal frameworks, the most basic one I've ever taught, or, or, you know, that's been valuable for me, is like having these five buckets of goals. So that means like having goals in five key areas. And, you know, one is spiritual, so, if, you know, if you, if you believe in God, then that one's like, you know, could be religious. If you know, if you don't, then spiritual, right. You know, meditation, whatever, there's a lot of crossover with spirituality and that type of thing. So, um, you got spiritual slash, you know, religious, uh, then you got health goals, you know, like for your body, for yourself. Like, obviously you mentioned I do jujitsu. I know you do jujitsu as well now. And Tom, your neck was broken trying yeah. to get out of training with me, this guy, <laughs> you know? So yeah, so you got your, um, what do I say? Spiritual, you got your health goals family goals as well. So the, you know, whether you're, uh, uh, you know, you have parents or you got kids, whatever what your family goals are, uh, then you've got your entrepreneurial slash business goals, and then you've got your education goals. So with the fourth one like if you're you know not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur by the way you know what i mean you can actually be an entrepreneur you can focus on solving problems you can focus on the honing your craft so that's the other thing that young people struggle with they're like oh am i supposed to have a startup like you don't need to have a startup by the time you're 25 you know what i mean like i spent 7 8 years in the is in the business so i spent 7 8 years in the in the industry before i started red pandas you know that that's another topic itself but i've seen a lot of people that worked in marketing for a year and they think oh now they're a marketing expert so the first thing is your goals right and then like turning those into actions the next thing at a tactical level that i do is every day and i learned this from grant cardone i write my goals as if i've achieved them so i write like one of them is financial like i'm running a 20 million dollar business as if i'm as if i've already achieved it i'm becoming the best possible husband and father um i'm the i'm in the best shape of my life i'm clearly not but I'm in the best shape of my life and I'm becoming the best possible Muslim. For me, that's my spiritual one. So I write that as if I've already achieved and then I do a quote for the day and then I do my targets for the day. Now, this is the interesting thing. This is why it's linked to time management. If you have your goals, so you set those goals, those five areas, and now every day you're writing your goals down and in your tactical, what your targets are, if you don't have at least a bunch of those to your goals, that's a problem. And it's the best type of habit behavior is subconscious. It's the stuff that you're not consciously doing. So I've been doing this for 18 months and I've noticed a huge change in my life and the Red Pandas business as well, like astronomical change. Because like I'd write things about the goals of the business and there was like no dollar sign points. Like there's nothing that I'm working on the business, you know, this week or that day. That's a problem. So then you start looking for those things. That's interesting. The final level. So you start with your goals. Uh, you know, your high-level goal bucket areas, then, you know, what I mentioned, that goal framework where you write your goals as if you've achieved them, quote of the day and your targets of the day, then is like scheduling. Now, this is the obvious one, right? But the first two levels are very important. The scheduling then is like every single day. Uh, I like to start my day by putting out a bit of content. So i put out a LinkedIn post or a TikTok post or something like that. Then I look at my calendar and I create chunks. You cannot be productive, productive nine to five. It's not possible to be the oh, same level of product, you know, productivity nine to five. It's just not possible. Like you might be able to have one or two deep work sessions. So I like to have at least one to two deep work sessions. And they, for me, those for me are an hour and a half. And then in between those, I can do whatever. So then you sort of schedule your day. So, you know, Grant Cardone says that white space in your calendar is the devil. Because when you just have that, you start wasting your time, you start filling it with things you shouldn't. So scheduling your day is really, really important. And honestly, it's as simple as that. But the key thing that I wanted to reiterate to this young woman that I'm sharing on this podcast today is like starting with your why and your goals and then tactically turning that into a schedule, you know, for your day and for your week. Question, Moby. So
1: like you said, there's five factors in spirituality, health. Is that like balanced out or is that like a priority? Do you like put priorities on them?
0: Like everything is different. Like, so for example, for me on the family side, because I'm married now and I have kids, I don't see my parents as much as I used to. So that's a numeral one. Like that's a numeric one. For me, you know, have d- dinner with my parents once a week. So obviously that's not going to take as much time as some of the other stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so it really depends. Like, but I it's struggle. Like this is a thing that even very, very successful people, people markedly more, more successful than us, they struggle with this. It's like a pursuit. It is a pursuit. When my business is doing really well, that's when my waistline tends not to do very well. True. You know, when I'm like spending a lot of time with family and, and again, when the business is doing well, probably not spending a lot of time at Jiu but it's always a pursuit, you know, and I think that's what we need to strive for and not be too hard on ourselves that we're not achieving everything we want to because everyone else on on social media is.
1: That's interesting, Mary. I like that because you know, as a marketer for years, me, And the marketers in the industry, we grind for 18 hours a day and stuff. And we applaud that. We're like, yeah, man, I did 18 hours a day. And that's not,
0: that's like. That's not admirable. Like I talk about being obsessed and be obsessive, but being obsessed in everything, being obsessed with your own time, being obsessed with spending time with your family, being obsessed in your business, being like, if you're going to do something, do it to the nth degree. Not everyone's built like that. I'm a little bit of a freak, but like that's sort of the philosophy I use. But um, but no, that's this has been a great episode, Tony. It's been it's been great to, to hear more, a little bit about yourself and your life. And um it's it's, it's fun doing this not against a wall, like I like I said last time. So guys, definitely check out the show notes, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP hundred and eleven, where you can see uh my face and Tony's beautiful face <laughs> and all the examples of the landing pages he showed and any any sort of links that we referenced today, they'll be in the show notes. Um but on that note, Tony, any passing thoughts before we leave everyone go?
1: No, um, join us for next week as we share um more exciting news. And I think I would, we're talking about, we've got a few topics we'll share next week. Maybe.
0: Yeah, Tony's not sure yeah. what does that say or not. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but we, yeah. but no, but yeah. we've got
1: some good stuff next week. So, you know. Yeah.
0: What, because this week wasn't good? Is that what oh, saying? every week's always great, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome, guys. On that note, enjoy your day, enjoy your week, and we will join you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz.